0: Jesus warned of deception in the last days. We will discuss dreams, visions, miracles, constellations, signs, wonders, and satanic deceptions in the end time on this edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. Deception. Think about all of the the, uh, misinformation and the false narratives, the fake news going on in our world today. Who do you think is behind all of that? I know some people have their own agendas, but... Mainly, there's an enemy of our soul. And he's pushing many of the agendas going on, whether the people behind him know it or not. Deception has always been Satan's strategy. How do we keep from being deceived in the end time? Know the Word of God. I can't stress this enough. We, in 2022, will do what Jesus did... 2,000 years ago. Do you remember what he did when Satan come against him and tried to tempt him? Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 through 11. The Bible says, Then when Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward he was hungry. And when the tempter came to Jesus and said, Hey, if thou be if, if... Thou be the Son of God. Command that these stones be made bread. And Jesus said, No, Satan, it is written. He went to the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but, of, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus knew the written word, because that very verse is also in Deuteronomy 8.3. Then the Bible says, um, the devil took him up onto, uh, into the holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, if thou be the son of God. He's questioning his identity. If you're a son of God, if thou be the son of God, cast yourself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee and in their hands they shall bear thee up. Lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against the stone. Jesus said unto him, Uh, It is written, again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Well, that's also Deuteronomy 6.16. And in verse uh, 8, the Bible says, Again, the devil took him up into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. He presented him the job of being the Antichrist, the ruler of the world government, and the the glory of them. And then verse 9 says, And he said unto him, All of these will I give you if you will just fall down and worship me. That's what Satan wants. A deceptive message to get you to worship him. Well, then Jesus said unto him, Get you behind me, Satan, get thee hence. For it is written, God, Jesus was quoting the Bible, quoting the Bible. It's written, Satan, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. That's Deuteronomy 6.13. The Bible says, well, then the devil leaves him. Resist the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. And behold, angels came and ministered unto Jesus. So what will we do in 2022 when the tempter comes at us? Or when we hear a deceptive message or something we just don't know. We're going to align it up with the word of God. That's why it's important to have a working knowledge of the word of God in the end time. I know I talked about this yesterday a little bit. But this is kind of part two, boots on the ground. This is where the rubber meets the road. Years ago, I was talking to a gentleman. I've been in ministry for many years now. Years ago, I was talking to a gentleman that said, Dave, what you guys teach is wrong. End time ministries is wrong in your Bible teaching. I tried to convert your father-in-law, Irvin Baxter, and I couldn't convert him, but I want to convert you. And I said, no, sir the Bible says this. And he said, no, this is what's going to happen. I said, but what about these scriptures? And he said this statement to me and I'll never forget it. He said, I don't care what the Bible says. God told me this. And I said, whoa, 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 hold on. Do you hear what you just said? I don't care what the Bible says. God told me this. Folks, you and I We'll see and hear many things as we go throughout the end time. But no matter what happens, God will never tell you anything that does not align up with His Word. Don't believe everything that you hear or even everything that you see. Everything must align with the Word of God. Again, I'm going to say it a second time. Because I've had people talk to me about their visions and dreams and things. And and some of them have come to pass over the years. But God will never tell you anything that will not align with His Word. He's not going to contradict His Word. Not one time, ever. It's not going to happen. And so it's very important that we understand this going through the end time. You, to keep from being deceived, need to have a working knowledge of the Word of God. And that's what we're here to help you to do. The Bible says in the end time, they that understand among the people shall instruct many. And so it's nice. The Bible says that uh, God said, I will choose you pastors after mine own heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So when a pastor studies and goes before God and gets a message from God and preaches to the church, hey, that's the way the thing's supposed to run. He will feed you with knowledge and understanding to help you make it on your spiritual journey and eventually into heaven. In Acts chapter 2, verse 16 through 20, the Bible says, but this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. You know what? I'm coming up to a break here, so I don't want to cut this in half. I'm going to go through this again on the other side of the break, but it's very important that we understand in the end time, what did Jesus do? Jesus came back at Satan with the word of God. If you don't have the Word of God inside, then you don't have any defense mechanism against the onslaught of the deceptive messages of Satan. You know, if Adam and Eve would have said, "No, Satan," God told us the day we eat of that tray, tree, we're going to die. Get away from us! Hey, everything would have been a lot. Everybody would have been a lot better off, right? But no, they listen to Satan's deceptive message. You sh- you're not really going to die. God just don't want you to be like Him. And so they went ahead and ate of the tree. They listened to the deceptive message, not the word that they have gotten from God. And so in the end time, to keep us from being deceived, if you've got a working knowledge of the word of God, that's how you're going to fend off Satan in the end time, just like Jesus did when he was tempted. And so... We're going to discuss that on today's program because there are many messages out there and even Satan's messages. And we don't want to listen to those because he is the enemy of your soul and he's trying to take you to a very bad place. Satan
1: and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com/future or call 800 intime. That's 800-363-8463.
2: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided.
1: Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1 800 ENDTIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information.
0: Okay, everybody, I will be this weekend. Saturday night only. Normally our conferences are Saturday night, Sunday morning. This coming Saturday evening, that would be August 27th from 6 to 8 p.m. I'm go- My wife and I will be in Conroe, Texas. And we'll be at the Conroe Church, 1612 Oddfellow Street in Conroe. And I'll be teaching the future according to Bible prophecy. Man, what a lesson that is. If you've never heard that lesson, you need to come down there Saturday night. And let me teach that to you. And so, uh, looking forward to seeing many of you in Conroe, Texas, uh, this coming weekend. Now, in Acts chapter 2, verse 16 through 20, the Bible says, "...but this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh." Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. So we can't discount that. Absolutely. That's going to happen, and it's been happening for some time. Verse 18 says And upon my servants and upon my handmaidens, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heavens above and signs in the earth beneath. Blood, fire, and vapor of smoke; the sun shall be turned to darkness, the moon into blood, before the great and notable day of the Lord. So we're going to see some. We're going to see some uh, unique things throughout the end time, right? And I've had people tell me visions that they had, and I've seen that stuff come to pass. That stuff's very real, and I've I've known my. Um, father-in-law received messages from God in dreams. Now, that's never happened to me. And so, but I know people that it has happened to, and they were very real, and things have happened. And I know that many prophecies that have been told and come to pass, but I've known many visions, dreams, and prophecies that didn't come to pass. So, does every vision come to God, come from God? Does every dream come from God? Does every prophecy come from God? Well, I think you know the answer to that. The answer is no. So that's why you need to know and understand biblical truths. The Bible says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall do what? Set you free. That's uh, John eight thirty two. People who do not know the truth, they're in bondage. And this will impede one's ability to... Fulfill God's purpose in our lives. The Bible says, search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they that testify of me. So you've got to know your Bible. Okay? Um, And the Bible is the only book that can uh, reveal how many gods there are, which is one, Deuteronomy 6, 4, that will share the story of that one God's redemptive plan for the human race show you how to be saved, the words to eternal life, teach you how to live as a Christian once you are saved, preparing you for eternity, give you the knowledge and confidence to teach and lead others to Christ. Um, to, the Bible will tell you which church is true and which is false. Just because it says church over the door does not mean they're teaching the truth on the inside. Whoa, did that mess with your theology and your uh, ideologies today? And the Bible is the only book that can provide prophecies written thousands of years ago, which are coming to pass right now. The Bible's the only book on the planet. So in the end time, a working knowledge of the Bible is of utmost importance. I know, like I said, today and yesterday, my program's kind of uh, going right along with each other, but there's really nothing more important than this. And like I said, I think I talked about yesterday, it's biblical illiteracy that would allow someone to believe the false prophets' deceptive messages and pledge allegiance to the Antichrist and his world governing system in the end time. Both of those individuals will be driven by Satan. And Satan's strategy throughout our human, this human existence, the human experience, has always been deception. If he can get you off the truth, you go into bondage. You shall know the truth, and the truth will do what? Set you free. That, that's one of the reasons where all these agendas and propaganda and all these false narratives and fake news, all of, that's, all of that is designed to do is to control you. Because if you knew the truth about a situation, hey, then you can be free of it, but, and you can come up with a solution and handle things. But when people want to push agendas, that's when we go into propaganda, lies. Deception. And people are learning from their father, Satan. Now, a great way, of, I will say, a great way to increase your knowledge of the Bible very quickly is to enroll on our Jerusalem Prophecy College online. It's easy. Go to www.jerusalemprophecycollege.com, register, enroll in your first semester, and you're off to the races. You say, man, I just don't have time to do that. You can do that. Do one semester now, do another one next year, and another one the year after that. It's not like you got to go through them. If you do it at your own pace, and I'm telling you, it will so enrich your life. So I mean, why wait? Get started today. It's very important. You got to have a working knowledge of the in, of the uh, Word of God in the end time. If you don't have that, wow, um, I, I uh, you're going to have a rough time. I'm just going to tell you. Um, you know, that's why it's good to be part of a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church in the end time. Now, if you go to places like got Questions and all these other different websites and you ask them things about, um, you know, satanic miracles in the end time, stuff like that, because a lot of people think, well, hey, if it's a miracle, it's got to come from God. That's not true. Satan has, mir- has pa- mir- miraculous powers as well. I know that sounds crazy. But just listen, the thing is, let's think of it, you will be hard-pressed to find an individual who has never heard of some kind of a religious miracle on television or somewhere else in a church or maybe somewhere they've been or has seen a vision, dreamed a dream, heard from God, or at least thought they did. And, you know, some come from God, but Satan loves to imitate God. And I deal with this all the time, and I want you to know, especially as we go through the end time, Satan has the power to perform miracles and Now while his power is limited, he can and does perform miracles in order to deceive. John :44 uh, says that Satan is a liar and the father of lies. Satan can make himself appear as an angel of light, second um, Corinthians 11:13-14. It says, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. This is the Bible. Now, how does this draw people away from God? It's a great question. Remember, back when Moses, because I know this might be revolutionary thinking to some of you. You think, well, Satan doesn't have any miraculous powers. Yes, he does. When Moses and Aaron confronted Pharaoh at the exodus of Egypt, the beginning of it, they performed a miraculous sign to confirm their message from God. Uh, In Exodus chapter 7, verses 8 through 12, the Bible says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and said, When Pharaoh speaks to you and says, Show a miracle for yourselves, then you say to Aaron, Aaron, take your rod, cast it before Pharaoh, and let it become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron, they go before Pharaoh, they did did just what the Lord told told them to do, and Aaron cast his rod down before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Now, miracle, right? Miracle from God. But Pharaoh called the wise men and the sorcerers and the magicians of Egypt, and they did just like the, the um, Moses and Aaron did with their enchantments because all of them threw their rod down and they became serpents but Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods now think about that, that the magicians that miracle didn't come from God the fact is that the magicians were able to perform a satanic miracle in the king's court now Consider the times just ahead. During the tribulation, the Antichrist and false prophet will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie of their father, Satan. Second uh, Thessalonians 2, verse 10, the Apostle Paul said, The coming of the lawless one, the Antichrist, is according to the working of Satan with all powers, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. You better receive a love of the truth, folks. You better love studying the Bible. Don't let it be a book that you haven't seen in 50 years. Pick up your Bible, crack it open. And if you say, wow, man, I don't understand this. Get a hold of End Time Ministries. Email me or Doug. Um, D Norvell at endtime.com D Robbins at endtime.com Join our Jerusalem uh, Prophecy College uh, In the Jerusalem Prophecy College You go through understand the Bible The keys of spiritual growth life and teachings of Jesus Christ Satan defeated sonship restored I'm telling you it will take you From spiritual infancy to spiritual Maturity just like that And these are Things you talk about being equipped To fend off Satan in the end time How did Jesus do it He went to the Word of God. And I'm trying to help equip you and prepare you for the times just ahead. The best way that I can do that is to get, number one, get born again. Number two, get the Word of God in here. Get it in your mind. Now, the miracles that the Antichrist and the false prophet will do, the miracles are explicitly said to be empowered by Satan. Jesus warned that the end times Will be characterized by the treachery of these counterfeit prophets who will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive. Revelation 13, 11 through 14, when we're talking about the so Revelation 13,1 through8, describes the, the world government and the leader of the world government, the Antichrist. When you get to Revelation 13,11. John said, I beheld another beast come up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake like the dragon, Satan. Well, this is talking about the false prophet, this supposed religious figure that will be over the world religion in the end time. The Bible says he looks like a religious figure. He's dressed like him. He looks the part. You, would, you see him on TV and you think, wow, that guy's religious. But the Bible says he speaks like the dragon. And what does he do? He exercises all the power of the first beast of the world government, and the Antichrist. And he causes the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed to pledge allegiance to this world governing body or the Antichrist. How does he do that? Listen at this. He doeth great wonders, so that he makes fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. So think about that. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had the power to do in the sight of the beast, or the Antichrist. So he uses these miracles. Imagine when you're watching on TV, the leader of this world religious system in the future, and you see this guy pull down fire, he raises his hand and pulls down fire from heaven. The Bible says most of the world will follow after this stuff. The the the, um, Antichrist. Because his partner, the false prophet, will be saying, he's the guy. Remember, the Bible says he uses the miracles to cause the world to wonder after the first beast, the Antichrist he will stand and people that don't have a working knowledge of the word of god they're going to think well this is of god he look at he just pulled fire down from heaven don't be deceived in the end time by these false fake satanic miracles and signs and wonders that you see in the future you better have a working knowledge of the word of god folks because these false narratives and fake news it's all around us deception propaganda and so you say, wow, Dave, I, I just this stuff isn't on my radar. I'm, I'm just trying to make it through life. I understand that. But there is an enemy of your soul that's trying to his best to destroy you. He has destroyed millions of people. And he wants to destroy you, and he wants to destroy me. Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. And how did he fend off Satan? No, Satan, it is written. No, Satan, it is written. When Satan comes at you, or when Satan tries to push a false narrative on you, like one of these miracles, these satanic miracles, you can say, nope, it's written, because that guy is trying to get me to worship the Antichrist, and the Bible says that I am only to worship the one true God. And so, it doesn't line up with the Word of God, so I can't do that. But the Bible says most people will wonder after that. Why? Because they do not have a working knowledge of the Word of God in their mind and in their heart. So much so that you could never pull them off of that. And if you don't have the truth, remember what I said, the Bible says you should know the truth, the truth will make you free. If you're not have the truth, then you are in bondage. Okay? Now, you know why I'm pushing and pushing and pushing this, Because I'm dealing with this on a daily basis, folks, people emailing me and calling me, just trying to push me this way and push me that way, I deal with it all the time. And I'm saying, no, it is written. Here's what the Bible says, this is what we're gonna go with. And that's how we're gonna have to make, that's what we're gonna have to take to make it to the end time.
1: Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies,
0: I've got to tell you what somebody told me years ago. I'll never forget it, you guys. Just to kind of bring back up uh, uh, and reiterate what I'm saying here. I had somebody tell me, I don't care what the Bible says, God told me this. I'll I'll never forget it as long as I live. And I told the guy, I said, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm going to go with the word of God. We're going to have to agree to disagree. And we parted ways. I wish I could have helped him. But the Bible says, Let God be true, let a man be a liar. And so I'm I'm going with the Word of God. I'm going with the Word of God. I'm going to superglue myself to the Word of God because I want to make it to heaven. I want to go where my father in law is at and where his mom and dad are at, and many, many, many loved ones are and friends. And so without the word of God, you're just left to your own devices. But I know a lot of people that are trying to make it through life with just a surface knowledge of the Word of God. Man, if you're going to study any book, study the Bible. Because your your eternal existence is based on how much you align yourself with that book. It really is. And so, very, very important. Now, Revelation 19, 20. The Bible says when we're talking about some of these deceptive messages about the beast and the false prophet and these miracles, Revelation nineteen twenty. the Bible says, at the time of the Battle of Armageddon, when the Lord comes back to fight against those armies that have come down against Israel, the Bible says at that time, the beast or the Antichrist was taken and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him. There it is about those miracles again. The miracles with which he deceived them that had the mark of the beast. And that worshipped the image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. The Bible in the very end brings up the miracles and these things that were used by the, by the false prophet. And the Bible says, cast him into the, the lake of fire. Matthew 24, 3-5. Jesus said, uh, or the, um, the disciples said, What will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus said, Take heed that no man deceives you, for many will come in my name saying, I am Christ. Hey, I'm a Christian, but they're going to be deceiving many. Now think about that. How could somebody come along and say, I'm a Christian and I want to help you, but they're going to be deceiving you? That sounds crazy, doesn't it? But I know people that call themselves Christian that are not teaching Scripture. Wow. Uh, It's shocking to me. I know the Bible says it's going to happen, but it's still shocking to me when somebody says, hey, I'm a Christian, I'm a licensed minister, but yet they're teaching total deceptive messages. I'm like, what are you even doing in the ministry? Go make a lot of money selling cars or something, but don't don't stay in the ministry where you're trying to help people make it to heaven and, I mean, it's just, it's crazy to me. But Jesus warned us that it would happen. In Matthew uh, 24, 24, Jesus said, For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders. There it is again. And they're not going to be coming from God, but they, they're going to deceive, if possible, even the very elect. I know people that are in church, that just have a surface knowledge of the Word of God. How could you be deceived by some of these things? They never received a love for the truth to where you couldn't pull it out of them if you had to. But some people think, well, I'm just going to do my own thing. No, that's not how it works. You're going to align yourself up to the Word of God and live for God and make it to heaven. That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. Now, the existence of these demonic miracles. It's one reason why we must, the Bible says we must test all the spirits. Um, 1 John 4, 1 through 3, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, you know the spirit of God. Here's how. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, that's of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh, that's not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. which you have heard was coming and now is already in the world. So anytime we are in doubt about, wow, somebody, somebody's trying to speak into my life. I feel this urge to do this or this, this big agenda is being pushed or you felt spirits before. You've been in a crowd or you've been uh, heard a speech or heard somebody speaking or something and you felt a, an urge. The, the crowd's going this way or I, the, the enemy is telling me to do this. But when you're in doubt, should I do that? Should I yield to that temptation? Should I do this? When in doubt... We are to make sure that we are being what we're being taught and what we're being asked to do lines up with the scripture. If I'm being if somebody's trying to coerce me to do something that is diametrically opposed to the word of God, guess what? No, I can't do that. Remember what Jesus did? No, Satan, I can't bow down and worship you. The Word of God says, Thou shalt only worship the God of Isaac, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and him only, the one true God. There's only one God, folks. I hope you guys do realize that, right? Deuteronomy 6, 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and him only shalt thou serve. And that's what Jesus did. And so even if a if a miracle-working person that you might see on TV or out in the public or somewhere... If a miracle worker is teaching something contrary to God's Word, the Bible says the false prophet in the end time will call fire down from heaven. He will be a miracle worker. But it's contrary to God's Word, then His miracles, no matter how convincing they seem, are a demonic delusion. You say, wow, Dave, this is weighty stuff. You better believe it is, because there are spirits in this world. The Bible says we don't war against flesh and blood. We're warning we're, we're against these evil spirits, is what we're warning against. And you do that by getting on your knees, fasting, praying, getting in the Word of God, using the Word of God to fend off. Demonic miracles are real and they do occur. And it's our responsibility, especially in these end times, to make sure that we do not give in to them. We must keep our Bibles open and put God and, and put God's uh, revealed truth ahead of any miracle that we see, because the Jesus warned us, John warned us uh, that pr- these people are going to come and they're going to try to use these signs and wonders and miracles to deceive you, and they're of their father Satan. Now, some people ask, should we pay attention to um, the the um, the moon, the stars? Uh, you know, back in the book of Genesis, and, and I wanted to cover some of this today because there are people today, about a l- lot of times, you know, hey, in sometime in September, the Lord's going to come back because of the moon or because of the stars did this. Or back in the book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, chapter 1, the Bible says uh, in verse 14, God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day and the night from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons, and for days, and years. Notice, let them be for signs. So it's not necessarily pagan to observe certain signs. I mean, we know that we're not into astrology. That's, that, that's, that's sinful. That's, that's, we don't want to get into astrology. I didn't say astronomy. I said astrology. Big difference. But at the same time, the Scripture does say that the firmament was placed there and let them be for signs, for days and years and seasons, all kinds of different things. But not for weird, crazy stuff to say. Oh, that star told me this, and I need to go buy a red pickup truck. No, that's not what we're talking about. Because, believe me, there are people who do that kind of stuff, looking at horoscopes and all this crazy. You know, oh, I am a certain uh, a Leo, so I am supposed to go uh, marry. You know, a, 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 a you know a twenty one year old dark-eyed lady. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. People use these things to run their lives. That's not what that stuff's given for. But the wise men were led, by, led to Jesus by a star, right? Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that's born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship Him. Later on the same chapter, verse 9, uh, the Bible says, When they heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood above where the young child was. Of course, uh, Jesus was, where Jesus was, and when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. So God has at times used stars and used heavens to indicate things to mankind. However, the correct signs will never contradict the Bible. You're not going to see the stars in the sky that you somehow read them into saying, well, uh, you know, I need to go uh, take over the earth and set up a world government and I'm going to, um, you know, number everybody on the planet. No, because that, that doesn't line up with the Word of God. Okay, or, uh, you know, just crazy stuff. I'm not saying all incorrect prophecies are of Satan. Sometimes people just get something in your mind and it's something they want to push and it's not necessarily of Satan. However, we are seekers of truth. I want to know the truth. I'm a lover of the truth, folks. I don't care what the truth is, just tell me the truth I want to go to heaven. I want my family to go. I want everybody that listens to us on the radio and watches us on television and reads our magazine and goes to Jerusalem Prophecy College into the H+. I want everybody to go to heaven. So the only way we can do that is to know the truth. However, we're we're truth seekers, but no matter what, whatever we're feeding into ourselves and whatever we teach people, it's got to align everything with the Word of God. Let me give you an example. Of course, there were the, um, you remember the story about the, the the teaching about the four blood moons. That, that never resulted in any kind of a, a global economic collapse or an apocalyptic event, but it was a, there was a huge push behind it, right? And you know, several years ago, some were alleging that an alignment of planets and stars would occur on uh, September 23rd, I think it was back in 2017, and that that cosmic event Fulfilled certain prophecies located in Revelation twelve and could signal the time of the rapture. Now, it was based on Revelation 12, 1 through two and then verse five. and And there appeared a woman, uh, a, a great wonder, in, and there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she, be, being with child, cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered, and she brought forth a man-child, and she was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up unto God and His throne." So there was this big belief system that was being pushed that somehow this prophecy was being shown to us in this cosmic event and that it would usher in the rapture back in 2017. Well, of course, we now know that that didn't happen. But I want, we'll talk about it a little more on the other side of the break. I've
3: been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day.
0: fake news and lining everything up with the Word of God. If this teaching about these constellations back in 2017, if they would have lined it up with the truth in the Word of God, nobody would have been flipping out about the rapture happening in September of that year. Now, before I present the assertion, it's important to note that when we talk about a zodiac, that's the name of this band of stars that appears to encircle the earth and the zodiac consists of 12 divisions called signs the signs are named for certain groups of stars called constellations one of the groups of these stars constellations is called um virgo where whose symbol is a vir is a virgin the the woman in the sky but i got to tell you that in reality these constellations they don't even exist they are imaginary things which are created simply to tell which stars were which so that an individual could navigate when they were traveling out on an open sea or something like that. And this has been a common practice for thousands of years now. People going from Europe to America and different, I mean, just all around the world, people have used the stars for thousands of years. But over time, astrologers, not astronomers, astrologers, or people who... um, they, they uh, tell fortunes by studying the stars. They develop this abstract way to use these zodiac symbols to forecast the future. This is, the, this is what I'm talking about, the deceptive message that doesn't line up to the Word of God. Even though the Bible says that there will be signs, but just think about this. We don't use those signs to foretell our future and do all these tarot cards and all this other. The ancient Greeks and Romans participated, uh, or I should say, practiced astrology, and hence the name for the zodiac signs, and, which are used today. The um, and along with the understanding of these zodiac constellations, we've also got to be aware that astro- um, astrological practices are forbidden in Scripture. You say, "Well, I study astrology. I do all." Uh, uh-uh, uh don't do that. No, no, it's forbidden in Scripture. You got to align all this stuff with the Word of God. Uh, Leviticus nineteen twenty six um, in the the uh, the Bible says, "Nor shall you practice divination or soothsaying. To practice divination is to uncover hidden knowledge by supernatural means or study of the stars. Divination is a sin. Again, because of what you're doing it for, and it is what it leads to, and. and it's de- it's deception it's deceiving people therefore a christian should avoid any practice related to divination uh which uh including um fortune telling astrology witchcraft tarot cards necromancy uh or um uh, how can i explain that communicating with the dead especially in order to like predict the future and spell casting no christian should be involved in any of that stuff because it's deception. And the Antichrist and the false prophet, they'll be using that kind of stuff, the, the, the stuff along those same lines, to deceive people. A deceptive message from Satan. Because it, none of it aligns up with the Word of God. So in 2017, the claim purported by many websites, if you remember back then, that was on, seven, on September 23rd. The sun would be in this zodiac constellation, Virgo, the woman clothed in the sun, that the moon would be at the feet of Virgo, with the with the moon under her feet. The nine stars of the zodiac constellation Leo, plus three planets—Mercury, Venus, and Mars—would be at the head of Virgo on her get it the on her head of a crown of twelve stars. This this is, this is all made up stuff. The uh, planet Jupiter would be in the center of the womb of Virgo, and as the weeks passed. After September 23rd, Jupiter, the king planet, would uh, will exist. Will exit Virgo, and she brought forth a man child. Now, that was uh, a mouthful, but that that's, somebody was spinning this, and you say, "Well, man, that kind of lines up with Revelation 12." No, 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 no. There are those that speculate that the the um, exiting of Jupiter at that time. Out of the womb of Virgo is a... Now, these are talking about stars and the alignment of them and how it was looking, the, the, this uh, Jupiter coming out of Virgo is a fulfillment of the term caught up. In, uh, now, they say in the term caught up, Revelation 12, 5, symbolizing the rapture of the church. Okay. No, no, and triple no. It's not true. We, we didn't lose, uh, uh, myself, Urban Baxter, End Time Ministries, sorry, but we didn't lose a wink of sleep over it because thinking that the rapture was going to happen because it didn't line up with the events foretold in Scripture. That's why we follow the events, the things I can grab a hold of, sink my teeth into and say, yes, this is on the timeline of God. I'm not looking to the stars. The Bible does say, so in Matthew 24, 29-31, Jesus gives all kinds of events in Matthew 24. in verse 29, he says, "...immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be dark. Now, he, he brings tribulation in. Immediately. I know when that's going to happen. I can prove it in Scripture beyond a shadow of a doubt. I know exactly at what time on the timeline the tribulation happens. But Jesus said, "...immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun shall be darkened, moon shall not give her light, stars will fall from heaven, powers of heaven shall be shaken." then you're going to see the sign of the coming of the Son of Man. And then all the tribes of the earth are going to mourn. They shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with great power and great glory. He will send His angels with the sound of a great trumpet to gather His elect from the four winds of heaven, from, four winds, from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. So, what am I lo- some people would say, oh, we're looking for a blood moon. And we're looking for the stars to fall from heaven. And rather than looking at the events and the timeline of everything. There have been blood moons since forever. Many, many, many of them. Blood moons. Eclipses. Lunar eclipses. So, Jesus said immediately after the tribulation, that's what's going to happen. There's going to be a blood moon. But some people have taken that and said, well, let's just study that and turn all kinds of things into that. Listen. We're aligning everything we teach up with the Word of God and we're, go- we're looking for the events. I watch the events because they are, folks, they're in such great detail. We know what's coming, watching these events coming down the pike. Now, when we talk about astronomy versus astrology, before explaining the true interpretation of the woman with 12 stars around her head, it's important that we understand the difference between astronomy and astrology to determine the, the legitimacy of these, those assertions back in 2017. Astronomy, nothing wrong with that. That's the study of the stars, planets, and other objects that make up the universe. There's nothing wrong with that. Astronomers, they want to know the answer to um, the questions like, uh, what are the stars made of? What, what How do they produce light? What are the conditions on the planets? Things like that, the distance and all There's nothing wrong with that. The science of astronomy, that's been around for thousands of years. And throughout time, astronomers have studied the cycles and motions of uh, of these heavenly objects to keep time, to mark the arrival of the seasons and accurately navigate the the seas. People have, um, I think some of the Native Americans have the planting moons and things like that. So astronomy, that's a legitimate science. Astronomers agreed back in 2017, that the celestial arrangement or the alignment of these stars or something similar to that, which formed the basis for that teaching back then, that that absolutely would occur. But astrology, on the other hand, that's the study of how the sun, moon, planets, and stars are supposedly related to life and events on the earth, and it's based on the belief that the heavenly bodies form patterns that can reveal a person's character and their future. Okay, now we got a problem. An astrologist is a person who tells fortunes by studying the stars and things. So, nope, Bible doesn't want us to be part of that. An astrologer learns about the influence of the heavenly bodies on the earth by using a horoscope or this birth chart. A horoscope is a a diagram of the uh, relative positions of the planets and signs of the zodiac at a specific time as at one's birth. Or like, you know, hey, you were born in, all I think it's, uh, what, July and August, you're a Leo and all this other stuff. So for, then um, they do this for use by astrologers in inferring individual character and personality traits in foretelling events of a person's life. Astrological practices and symbols are a figment of the imagination created to deceive people from the very beginning. Scientists point out that the position of the earth has changed since ancient times. And as a result, the signs of the zodiac used by astrologers, they no longer match the constellations after the ones they were named after. So... Way back then, that September 23rd event that was based on this astrological zodiac sign Virgo, it really isn't even there anyway. But so many people were thinking, oh, the rapture's going to happen. Come on. But don't people so fooled by it because they didn't have a working knowledge of the world of the Word of God. Knowing the Bible and researching the news and science back then, Irvin Baxter, myself, End Time, we knew that that celestial alignment on on September 23rd, that was not the correct interpretation of Revelation 12. And that was supposedly signaling the rapture of the church. So, I mean, many of you, I, I think probably by now, understand their true interpretation of Revelation 12. You know, was the woman with the crown with 12 stars around her head? Was that really an alignment of the stars? Is the child, she gave birth to the planet Jupiter? No. Revelation 12, 1 and 2 and 5. Again, there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, the woman a moon under her feet, upon her head a crown of twelve stars, she being uh, um, with child cried, travailing in birth, pain to be delivered, and she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up unto God and to His throne. So, If you look at that chapter, I don't have time to go into the Man, I wish I had time to go into it in detail. But the fact of the matter is, is that the woman with 12 stars around her head, that is the nation of Israel. She did give birth to a child that was caught up into heaven in Acts chapter 1, when Jesus ascended up into heaven. The birth of the child, that was Jesus. The Bible says that He, in Revelation, will rule the world with a rod of iron and it tells us again in uh, Revelation twelve fourteen, where the um, the woman the woman in that chapter is carried away in the wings of a great eagle, where she is nourished for time times the, and and uh, half a time. So, the woman in Revelation twelve is the nation of Israel. It's not a constellation of stars, and the the, the you know the, the the child that was given birth to that was not the planet Jupiter, but because people could they couldn't refute that because they didn't have a working knowledge of the Word of God. So, man, I know I brought a lot at you today, but the thing is, is that a working knowledge of the Word of God, especially throughout the end time, with all these false narratives and fake news, a working knowledge of the Word of God, you can say, no, I don't believe that. That don't line up to the Word of God. No, I ain't looking for that event to occur right now because we got a few years left. You see what I'm saying? It helps ease your mind and lower your blood pressure when you can say... Nah, I've got a working knowledge of the Word of God. Satan, not today. Not today, Satan. (laughs) Because i got a working knowledge of the Word of God. Satan, you can't tempt me with that because the Bible says this. And that's what we want to do in the end time. We want to use the Word of God for a million reasons. God bless.